From questions about cucumbers to homes on cul-de-sacs, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Ask Mr. Green Thumb and Real Estate Show with Stan DeFritis, the dad, and James DeFritis, the son. For the next hour, call in with your questions in gardening, growing your favorite veggies, and growing your profits in real estate. Locally, call 813-289-1860. Toll free, 877-969-8600. And now, your hosts, Stan and James DeFritis. And good morning. This is James DeFritis, and Stan DeFritis should be on the line. Are you on there with us? Well, if he's not, we'll bring him on up. And are you now? Are you there now? I'm there now. Oh, he's there now. Fantastic. All right. So, how you doing this morning? Tell Mikey to pay attention to our show and not music. Yeah, he's <laughs> no, he's all good. Yeah, he's doing just great. Actually, he was running around making sure we had the Facebook Live going live. And uh, and again, with Facebook, you never know how they're going to work. So uh, we wound up restarting the phone. And then the next thing you know, Facebook Live went live. So there you go. Live. It went live. So so uh, how are we doing this morning? Well, we're doing pre- pre- pretty good. Uh, good, good. I, Good, good, good. We like to hear that. So, uh, so now as we get towards the end here of February and we start the beginning of March, you know, for us, spring is is, is already we're already starting to see spring. Uh, you know, rather, you know, the rest of the country is still feeling, uh, you know, the the leftovers of winter, and we're already kind of doing our own thing because we're Florida, which makes us different. And so when people start thinking of plants and horticulture and all of that kind of thing, uh, what might they be thinking about now? Well, spring is kind of spring. Now, hopefully I don't come like in delay. Yeah, you do sound but, a little in delay, but Mikey's on it. He's on it. Mike's going to make it work. Good. He's got it. Yeah, thumbs up. You're good to go now. All right. I just want to make sure. Uh, you know, I was talking to Mikey, uh, as I called in early on the show, as I always do if I'm not in studio. And um, as I predicted, Mikey's, uh, he has a tababuya. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told me today he has a bunch of little tubular yellow flowers. But I told him, I said, Mikey, go out and take a picture of it because it's not going to last long. And um, same thing, I've got an avocado that's in bloom. Now, avocado blooms are not very spectacular, but they give you a really wonderful fruit. And since I'm too cheap to want to buy them at Publix for three bucks a piece, I grow about 100 of them a year, and, of course, I grow them. I also give a lot of them away, or at least I always have. But a lot of flowering plants will come into bloom right now in the spring. It's, you know, that everything's triggered. It's amazing to me in nature when, when everything is like the conductors up there doing an orchestra. And it says, now you bloom, now you bloom, now you bloom. And often we'll have things like azaleas, you'll have tababuyas, You'll have, uh, you know, just a host of flowering plants that really seem to like it. Now, there's some plants that like to bloom in the fall. But uh, one of the things, of course, uh, you know, improve the soil, as we say each and every week. Improve the soil. Add that black cow-cow manure. Um, You know, we we really encourage that. Um, I'm going to have to get you to go out and look at one of Stafford's tree service trees, too, this week. 
That's not a problem. Happy to do it. I mean, the with the advent of uh, the iPhone and being able to FaceTime and stuff like that, you're you know you're kind of able to be wherever you need to be and get your brain on anything that needs to to have your brain on it. So that's always a handy thing. Um, so we'll be definitely taking a look at that. Well, my my other uh, our other labor of love, of course, is real estate. And uh, one of the headlines that I saw recently that I thought was interesting, I brought in an article. And uh, one one thing that I saw was it said uh, it says Mike Huckabee. And if anybody knows who Mike Huckabee is, I mean he was a former sure. uh, politician, and uh, but he owned a uh, uh, some real estate here in the Sunshine State. And one of the things that he did uh, several years ago is he bought. Um, he wound up buying a piece of property, uh, and, and I'd never heard of it. I had to look it up because I, I didn't know where Santa Rosa Beach was. Uh, but Santa Rosa Beach is kind of near Pensacola. Now, you know, not in Pensacola, but near Pensacola. And uh, so he wound up buying a nice piece of property uh, in Santa Rosa, and he paid $800,000 for a vacant property there. So, you know, he, and he held it and then put up some monstrosity, and I guess he, uh, you know, listed it late last year, and within a week, uh, he had an offer on his property for $9.4 million. So. Wow. Mike Huckabee is uh, living large, living large. That uh, the uh, the Fox News uh, 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 salary must be kicking in, or the uh, the, uh, the politician thing pays over time. Uh, uh, one of the two. But he does seem like a nice guy, as politicians go. Uh, you know, as nice as a politician can be. Um, but yeah, so it's it's one of those things where you know when we have a high priced piece of real estate go you know in florida i always pay attention to it because you know it's uh you know it's kind of in our backyard even though santa rosa is kind of far from us i'd actually never heard of it i guess it's a small little beach town just outside of pensacola i'd never heard of it either we'll have to ask graham yeah i mean that's probably something he probably knows more about you know but uh you know, it's one of those things where I, I think that's interesting when, uh, you know, uh, people that are well-known are, you know, playing in our sandbox, essentially. And uh, why wouldn't he? Beautiful, beautiful place up there. And, and Pensacola itself is a, is a beautiful place if people haven't been. You know, and one of the things I would say, too, with, you know, if you hate the COVID, you know, pandemic and everything, um, you know, again, maybe you can't do international traveling, but maybe you can kind of go around Florida and see some of the things you hadn't seen before. There's a lot of things to see right here in Florida. Um, and I think you can do it in a safe and, uh, you know, socially distanced way. So, you know, in my mind, there's a lot that can be seen here and it doesn't require, you know, hopping on a, a plane or you know, going around the world. So, you know, do what you can, you know, when you can. And that's kind of what I, you know, that's been my motto, at least during this pandemic. Well, I tend to agree. Uh, one of the things I'd also be looking at closely is, you know, the stock market tended to, to tank a little bit this last week a little bit. Well, last two and weeks haven't been great. So um, you never know. I, I will say, there is a definite reflection upon stock markets tanking and property values. Now, right now, anything and everything is selling in a day. It's selling in two days. It's selling in three. Everything's going quickly. And almost amazingly how quickly things are selling. Mm -hmm. But um, I would say, remember, all things change. Sure. And, and I think right at the moment, a lot of brokerages 
are, I think they're nervous because even their top earners, even the top agents out there, um, you can't look like a hero month after month if there's no inventory to sell. You know, when you start to dip below 30 days of inventory that is available out there to sell, um, there's nothing to sell. You know, so um, the analogy I like to give is it's kind of like a, a barber waiting, you know, sitting there waiting for your hair to grow. And unfortunately, your hair isn't growing and he can't cut your hair because there's nothing to cut. <laughs> so, you know, that's kind of where we are with the real. I mean, I always like to take an, a, you know, it's a really simple analogy, uh, you know, and then throw it out there as how it can relate to real life. And that's that's kind of what I'm what I'm seeing out there in terms of real estate. You know, if something is, is is priced correctly and it's been on the market for uh, three or four days, usually by then there's a, there's an offer, a full price offer or an offer above it or, you know, these wonderful love letters that people are sending. Now some, <laughs> some, and again, if you hadn't heard about this, these love letters, people will do this. They, they will they will put the contract together. The, you know, if it's a full price offer, you know, great, but they'll attach a love letter to their contract that says, I'm the best buyer and here's why you should pick me. And then all of a sudden the cheerleader pom poms are in the air and they're doing an aerial and they're coming down and doing a split, you know, and they're trying to, it's basically auditioning as why they're the best buyer, you know, and it's, you know, and I have to say in, you know, in sometimes tw- works. <laughs> in, yeah. And sometimes it works, but in 20 years of being in, in the real estate uh, business, I've never really seen quite the conditions that we're seeing, you know, and I even put this before, uh, the illustrious Rick Brown, the owner of Remax Metro last week or the week before last. And I said, have you ever seen a market quite like this? And he said, well, I've seen markets that were similar, but not exactly like this. So, you know, and that's, you know, that's a very, uh, uh, actually, now that I think about it, it's a very lawyerly way to answer that question. So that way you couldn't be wrong. <laughs> but uh, well, you, you often answer questions that way. Sarah. I do. I do. Because, you know, and, and people hate it. People usually ask me to come up with my opinion on something and I'll go, well, it depends. If it goes this way, it might be this. And if it goes that way, it might be that. And they really hate it. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't like to be boxed into a corner without having wiggle room. And I've learned that a long time ago. Wiggle room is good. Being boxed into a corner is bad. Um, I don't like painting myself into a corner either. So, um, these are things that I think people need to be mindful of when you're, when you're trying to answer stuff. And especially when you're trying to be, you know, at the top of your game in, in, in an industry, you know, whether that be, you know, an expert witness for horticultural cases, which you and I both uh, uh, get into doing, um, you know, I don't like to be pinned down unless it's something that's it's something we specifically do, like valuing the tree or measuring the trees and, you know, and determining, you know, the value of a nursery. You know, those kinds of definitive questions, I, I think we can get into answering but outside of that, I think you're setting yourself up for trouble, don't you think? I do. I do. I know that uh, I talked to somebody last week and said, gosh, you know, I think if I, we'd love to have an auction department in our, in our uh, office because we don't have one. And when, thing, when the worm does turn, and it will, and that's what he said, in six months to a year, it'd be nice to have what, what Rick has. Sure. But, uh, sure. Well, uh, not every agency, uh, you know, understands the value of an auction department. Um, you know, they, they, you know, they're so happy with the agents that they have because, you know, it's all they know. And um, 
And if it's all you know, then, you know, you don't always see the long-term proposition that's uh, that's out there, you know. And, you know, and to me, uh, when you've never had an auction department, you know, it's an investment and it's a long-term investment. And, you know, especially in the timing of things, sometimes the timing can become kind of a, a challenge, especially if there's a pandemic going on and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and that music indicates we've got about 20 seconds left here. So if you want to give us a good sign-off uh, before we do, go pay some bills. We can tell them they can call in if they'd like, 813-289-1860. And um, you know, call in if you've got a real estate question, you've got a plant question. We'd love for you to uh, give us a jingle. And I'm doing my show remotely, uh, actually from a hospital bed, but I won't go into that too much, other than we're here to help you. Talk real estate auctions? Call James DeFritis at 727-254-7127 or go online at AFLRE.com. Why choose Stafford Tree Service? Is it because they're experienced, have the latest equipment, and friendly professional personnel? Absolutely. Stafford's positioned themselves as a leading tree trimming company in all of Tampa Bay. With honest professionals and competitive pricing, they'll earn your trust too. In business for over 15 years, Stafford Tree Service is licensed, bonded, and insured to provide you the very best tree trimming experience. Call today, 727-546-8786. 727-546-8786. On the web at StaffordTreeSVC.com. 2021 is already off to a disturbing start for conservatives. We've seen Twitter unilaterally shut down President Trump's account. The conservative platform Parler was booted off the Apple Store by Apple, and Big Tech is muzzling free speech at a speed that nobody could have predicted. Nobody except biologist and evolutionary theorist Brett Weinstein, who appeared in the film No Safe Spaces to issue this warning about political correctness running amok. YouTube and Google, Facebook and Twitter dictate whose voices can be heard. And if those entities start trying to engineer the conversation to adhere to the rules laid out with these phony Trojan horse terms, disaster will be the result. You and your family need to see No Safe Spaces now before any more of our freedoms are muzzled. Just go to SalemNow.com to get your copy of No Safe Spaces. Download your copy of No Safe Spaces today at SalemNow.com and enter promo code TAMPA. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Welcome back to the Ask Mr. Green Thumb and Real Estate Show. Connect online at AskMrGreenThumb.com. Got questions on gardening, real estate, or both? Call now, 813-289-1860. Toll free, 877-969-8600. 
And now, your hosts, Stan and James DeFritis. And I am James DeFritis, and uh, you are listening to the Ask Mr. Green Thumb and Gardening and Real Estate Show. And, uh, you know, so we are live here every Sunday morning from 8 to 9. So, if, And again, I want to mention before I forget, if you have any gardening questions, you, of course, you can always call in. You can call in the number. At, if, you're toll, if you want to call in toll-free, it's 877-969-8600. If you want to call the local number, it's 813-289-1860. And, of course, you we can put your garden question right directly to the man who has the plan and uh that of course is stan defritas who is with us remotely today i am remotely i we did get a uh, photo in for an id last week yep we did and, and we it answered was, it immediately the same day we did it was a passion flower mm-hmm. and actually a blue passion flower but passion flower i think is just all i i did it as but the passion flowers are beautiful they come in blue they can come in red when you were a child, um, we had them. We had them growing some on some fencing I had. Mm. At the time, we had some chain link fence, which I really didn't like. Uh, I know chain link is functional, but it's not very attractive in my opine. Yeah. But uh, well, going back forty years ago, they didn't exactly have vinyl fencing or anything like that. You could have chain link or wood, wood, wood. and if you didn't like that, you could have wood or chain link. I remember we went from chain link to wood, and now when we moved again, you know, to Oldsbar, uh, I put in a vinyl fence, or you should say we all did, you, Peg, and I. Yeah, that uh, was fun. We kind of did like a section at a time, and we'd do, do like five feet and take a break and go, wow, that, we should have hired a fencing company. <laughs> well, we did We did a pretty good job, and we had a power auger, which made the yeah, job. Yeah, that helped a lot. Yeah. A the, lot. That certainly helped a lot. But, yeah, so, yeah, that is a pretty flower. And I must say uh, he took a very nice photo of the, uh, as you said, a passion flower. And it's got a – now, what are the things that are – the little squiggly little things that come out of the flower? What are those things? Well, those are just uh, stamens on the flower. Okay, so those are little stamens. But it looked like I had a ton of those little things. And they looked like they, well, were, they, looked like they were going in all different directions. It's got the, the stigma and the center and then the stamen. And, of course, that's how it pollinates, and that's how we get the uh, passion fruit. Aha! Okay, so this actually does provide a uh, edible uh, thing that we can enjoy. Well, some of them do, more some of them than others. Do. Okay, so some varieties do, so being clear there, that makes sense. Yeah. But they're, they're, for the most part, the family is edible, the passiflora, um, and uh, they're neat. I just think they're they're just beautiful flowers, and they tend to... Lasts a lot longer than Mikey's tababuya. Aha! Yeah. Well, it, it seems to me that uh, the tababuya might be a little bit similar to uh, the plumeria. It, to, to me, that's uh, that uh, looks like a stick in the ground a lot of the year. Um, and my neighbor uh, seems to be; uh, she just seems to love her sticks in the ground. Uh, that uh, don't seem to flower very much, but she just has a plethora of uh, plumerias. That's a fun one to say, plethora of yeah. plumerias. Well, yeah, say that I, five times fast. I used to kid Mark over on the other station all the time. I said, you're growing a lot of snossages. Yeah, and that's kind of what they look like. I mean, they just look like these snossage things sticking in the ground. They're actually, I, I mean, when they bloom, they're quite pretty. They and, are They are beautiful when they bloom, I must and I would I would counter that with Mark because he loved them and he made a nice business out of it. Sure, and I think his, I think his daughter's doing that now too. Yeah, yeah, and, no, no uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, uh, and again, uh, the the more common name is the Hawaiian layflower, correct? 
Yes, it was a Hawaiian-lay flower. A lot of people think there was bad blood between Mark and I, and there really wasn't. Last time we saw each other, uh, we shook hands in front of a restaurant, and, uh, you know, we there was there was no ill feelings between us, even though, you know, he stayed on FLA. I did not. Part of that was probably more economic than anything else. Absolutely. But, yeah, we, uh, I, you know, anybody that knows you knows that you don't hold a grudge. So, you know, that's the other thing I would say is that regardless of how circumstances go down, you're a pretty magnanimous soul. And uh, holding grudges doesn't do much for anybody. Uh, when you do that, everyone loses. So, you know, I always say don't hold a grudge, get over things, talk it out, and move on. Life is short. So That, that is true. Well, just like I said, I'm always – proud as a peacock of you as my son because i've never put you on a project yet that you just didn't uh, knock it out of the park uh, i and, appreciate uh, that well i've had a good teacher so it was uh i would say that most of that has been watching your perseverance and getting through things so um but you know i am a fighter there you go. Well, one other thing that I, I had uh, printed out, it's kind of a rather long topic, but I'll sh- kind of condense it. I printed out a thing from the National Law Review, and, uh, and this is talking about, uh, you know, again, I'm always going to be kind of more focused on the real estate topics. But one of the things that has kind of taken place, and if you hadn't heard about this, uh, let me be the first to break it to you. Um, you've got all of these, you know, ride services that have uh, taken place out there in California, you know, Uber. And, and people that'll pick you up and take you where you want to go with the app and that kind of thing. And the big, the big question that has been going on uh, in places like California is, are they still independent contractors or are they employees? And so, and that has a lot to do with whether or not you could get unemployment. And that is directly related to, you know, uh, pandemic relief, unemployment benefits and all of that kind of stuff. And so what California has kind of come up with is, yeah, I know you're saying that they're kind of independent contractors, but they're really more like employees. And and that is, you know, that's kind of something that has, has you know, really been a big thing. You know, because this article, I mean, the title of it says, Worker Classification a pre and post COVID-19 challenge for the real estate industry, because what's happening is, is some of, of this kind of thinking is becoming somewhat pervasive into the real estate market. And you can imagine anybody who's ever worked for a real estate company and God knows in Florida, we must have, uh, you know, you throw a rock and again, don't throw the rock, but if you do throw a rock, you're liable to hit 37 <laughs> real estate agents, uh, you know, without even trying. I mean, uh, that's in a, in a 50 people room. Yeah. yeah, in a 100-person in room, you're probably going to hit 37 real estate agents. Uh, everybody has an Aunt Martha, uh, an Aunt, uh, you know, a, a, a Uncle Bill who's done real estate. Everyone in the, I mean, you, you don't have to go far. You know, it's kind of like meet the man who shook the hand of Andy Griffith. You're going to find someone who knows someone who's a real estate agent. And because of that, it has profound impacts. If they start to adopt something on a more national scale or or if Florida started to think more in the lines of the way other states are thinking, could you imagine how the ripple effects would be if every real estate agent in here in the state of Florida, when I say in here, in the state of Florida, was all of a sudden thought more as an employee rather than an independent contractor and what that might mean for the individual brokerages? That would be a weird concept to me, but... uh... 
Yeah. But maybe maybe a just one. I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I think if I were a brokerage owner, that would send a cold chill through my spine. Um, because all of a sudden there's a whole host of other things you're responsible for as a business owner when you have an employee versus having an independent contractor. And that would change things radically. Um, You would find that uh, there'd be a lot less places wanting to just let you go in. And and I won't name names, but there are some real estate firms where you just pay $300 a transaction. You get no support other than, hey, here's some free contracts and a little bit of help here and there. But it's pretty much just $300 per transaction. With that music, that is an indicator that we're going to go pay some bills. So we've got about 20 seconds if you want to give us a sign-off. All right, 813-289-1860. You're listening to James DeFritis and Stan DeFritis, the dynamic duel right here on AM860. Interested in having a home consult? Remember, you can reach Stan at 727-423-4794 or on the web at askmrgreenthumb.com. Radio.com. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. The Justice Department says it will appeal a judge's ruling that the federal government's eviction moratorium is unconstitutional. Prosecutors filed a notice in the case last night saying it is appealing the matter to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit. District Judge Campbell Barker ruled that the Centers for Disease Control had overstepped its authority and the moratorium was unlawful. Security forces in Myanmar appear to have used lethal force as they intensify their efforts to break up protests one month after the military staged a coup. At least four people were reportedly killed today, and there were reports of gunfire as police in Yangon tried to clear the streets. The U.S. has a third vaccine to prevent the coronavirus, the FDA clearing Johnson & Johnson's shot that works with just one dose instead of two. This is SRN News. I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group and timeshare cancellation advocate. I was sued by the largest timeshare company in federal court for simply helping people cancel their timeshare that they had been lied to about. The jury sized me up and came back with a verdict after only 20 minutes. And yes, I won. My husband and I are more than grateful to everyone at Wesley Financial Group. You know, thanks to Chuck and his team, we feel as though a weight has been lifted and we can move on without the worry of a troublesome timeshare. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, it's my mission to get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Want to learn more about getting rid of your troublesome timeshare? Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation. Call 800-881-4242. That's 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242. Mike Gallagher here. Most people that buy their own health insurance think once they've chosen their ACA plan during open enrollment, they're stuck for the year. This is simply not the case. You can change at any time. No problems. If you're fairly healthy and don't need mandated coverage like maternity, you can save 30 to 60% with Health Plan Network. Call Tim Cooper at 941-499-8927. Couples under 65 are saving $500 to $1,000 a month.
month with better coverage. You owe it to yourself to see if you qualify for a better plan that can save you money with lower deductibles. Go to healthplannetwork.net to request a quote. That's healthplannetwork.net. Or you can call Tim Cooper at 941-499-8927. Write the number down, 941-499-8927. Act now to see if you qualify to save 30 to 60%. Healthplannetwork.net. That's healthplannetwork.net. Sensible solutions. Why choose Stafford Tree Service? Is it because they're experienced, have the latest equipment, and friendly professional personnel? Absolutely. Stafford's positioned themselves as a leading tree trimming company in all of Tampa Bay. With honest professionals and competitive pricing, they'll earn your trust, too. In business for over 15 years, Stafford Tree Service is licensed, bonded, and insured to provide you the very best tree trimming experience. Call today, 727-546-8786, 727-546-8786. On the web at StaffordTreeSVC.com. Welcome back to the Ask Mr. Green Thumb and Real Estate Show. Got questions about perennial problems with flowers? What about issues with closing on your newest property? Call now, 813-289-1860. Toll free, 877-969-8600. And now, your hosts, Stan and James DeFritis. And I am James DeFritis, and Stan DeFritis, of course, is uh, has called in, so he is on the line. So we have your gardening questions and real estate matters are going to be handled today, and that's all we talk about is gardening and real estate, and I dabble in a few other topics here and there as they strike our fancy. Uh, I do want to mention that if you have a question and you don't want to call in, that's okay, too. We cater to that. So if you go to AskMrGreenThumb.com, that's M-R, not M-I-S-T-E-R, so that's Ask mrgreenthumb.com you can click on the link that says ask from there you can attach a photo we always recommend taking a couple of photos because if you really want us to give an accurate plant id the more photos the better try to get tight on the leaf and try to get tight on the flower if there is one and uh usually within 24 hours we'll get back to you to tell you what you got going on there if it's a you're looking for a plant id or if there's a critter or something that's getting after it we'll try to uh help you with that as well and give you some remedies and we do that all free of charge just because we are super nice guys that's what we do <laughs> and uh, and of course you have if you have any questions about real estate you can go to and again the, it stands for auction florida real estate it's aflre.com that's aflre.com and you can go to that page and you can see a little bit about what we do in terms of auctioning florida real estate now auctions right now really aren't a a hot commodity they're not they're not a hot commodity mainly because you don't really need anybody to help sell a piece of real estate if you are getting a listing and selling it tomorrow and for a lot of agents when they're appropriately pricing their real estate a lot of agents are having that happen Uh, now there are other pockets now i was talking to my attorney buddy christopher brent the other day and he was saying that his parents have had some real estate that was uh, just outside of Miami that was not selling like hotcakes so he was having more trouble they were having more trouble i should say and uh you know so there i would say that there are pockets in florida that maybe aren't as desirable but in pinellas county hillsborough county pasco county all of these areas are are pretty hot markets i mean if it's priced you know appropriately real estate is flying off the shelf what little of it we have so that would be my question is 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 it priced you know appropriately correct and and let me also say james is a broker so uh you know he ran his own 
his own shop for a while, if you will. Yes, we um, had uh, Perfect Home Realty that I did for a little while. And one thing I will say is, you know, opening up your own shop is it's a uh, it's a dubious task. And whatever amount of money you think you'd have, you don't have enough. So plan for the long haul. Uh, plan for. You know, in my mind, you should have years of, of money stashed away in order to help build up your business because you never know when the bubble is going to pop. And uh, and I know people, uh, you know, uh, to me, we're in this and, – and, again, you can correct me if you see it differently. But, if you know, to me, we're kind of at this ever-expanding bubble. You know, we keep adding more and more gelatin. The bubble seems to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then I've got some people that think that we're not in a bubble, that we're just doing really well. And I personally don't agree with that. I think that we are in a real estate bubble that may take six or eight or, or, or a year to, to pop. But I think that that's where we are. And we, can, and we cannot continue to have real estate that uh, gets bought up and sold and resold and repackaged and, and then not convince me that we're not doing the Amsterdam Tulip Fair. Uh, <laughs> you're just not going to convince me that of anything else. But that's just me. Now, you may have a radically different idea of how you see the market, and, you know, you're entitled oh, to that opinion. I, I tend to think you're right on. And, of course, as I said, you're one of the smartest young men I've come across. And, um, you know, I, I've been going. I've been to the Kukanoff. I've been to Alsmere. I did seven shows over in Holland when I worked with uh, WEDU back when they liked to have local programming. Now they just take whatever they take. They don't do any local programming. But that you know, used to be a pretty popular thing that local PBS did. We had there was cooking shows, there was knitting shows, sewing shows, and my garden show. Yeah. Now, my thing it ties you to the community. If you don't have anything local, then I don't need to even go to Channel Three. I can go to national PBS Correct. anytime and, I want. And, I, and so, I think I think part of the reason that 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 you know the local PBS programming died a slow death was because the you know the advent of Google, YouTube, Facebook Live, and all these other ways for people can get content. I mean, well, sure, you know, you can go almost anywhere and find specific content that you're interested in on the internet and you know quite frankly you know any quasi governmental ent- entity and PBS is certainly in that and you know it's it takes you know federal money and you know and I will say that you know if if you have staff that's hungry and wants to sell uh then I think that that industry could have survived better but Really, what they want to do, which is what pretty much any uh, you know television station does uh, and radio, they just pretty much want to take uh, you know want to be order takers, and they just you know they, they this program can be put on and you know for this amount and, and done. So you know the, the concept of old sales have kind of gone out the window, um, you know, and and I get it, you know, and uh, but but also what's what's happened now is people are on the radio and they're pretty much being forced to try to, you know, inform people about what they do for a business, you know. So now the content is a little more skewed. So, you know, it's the good and the bad of doing it this way. And uh, that's kind of what the industry's done on both fronts. So, uh, but we kind of pride ourselves in trying to provide information, you know, give out a lot of good information. That's why I bring in these articles every week and, you know, and talk about current events and stuff, because I think you tune out if it's all sales. I think that's, uh, you're going to lose people that way too. Sure. If it's all sales, you go, it's another huckster. Right. And, uh, you know, then you, you just, 
I know I do. I turn off. I'll go back and listen to something else because if you're just trying to sell me on everything, then you're not giving me any real value. Right. There needs to be solid, robust content, you know, and I think that, uh, you know, it's one of the things that we kind of pride ourselves in doing. So I've got another article that I think is kind of interesting, too. It's kind of like a little mini uh, uh, little statements that are that are been made here. And I thought this was pretty interesting. And the title of it says, Ding Dong, Cities Aren't Dead. Because one of the things that's happened in the pandemic is there has been a, a little bit of a shift. You know, if I don't have to go into the office every day, and a lot of people don't. If they don't have to go into the office every day, and you're and I'm going to create a little home office at home, which a lot of people have, then why am I tied to this city? Maybe I could move out of Manhattan and not pay four thousand a month for rent. You know, um, maybe that's something I can do now. So you know, so, but the one thing that that has been said is, oh well, then you know now because everything is hyperbolic. You know, it's always you know to one extreme or the next. And so what people were saying is, oh, well, cities are dead. Well, no, it turns out that cities are not dead and that, uh, you know, uh, that it, it turns out that they're, according to this article, that it just depends on your age. It says, uh, what it says is that millennial homebuyers are moving to urban areas compared to just 8% of baby boomers. So it turns out that it is somewhat uh, uh, your age is what dictates what your behavior pattern will be. So the baby boomers are not moving into the cities at the same clip that younger people are. So, you know, I thought that was a kind of an interesting thought, you know, because I've heard this for a while now that, you know, oh, it's, it's you no know, cities are not popular anymore. Well, yes and no. Depends on your age. So that, so that was one thought I'd bring up here. I think that makes a lot of sense too, because as I've gotten older and you're, you know, getting near to early middle age, and I'm getting near advanced age. Hey, I'm still on the uh, right side of 40. You are, and I'm I'm only 66, so I don't look at myself as, you know. I'm a mere child in some circles. Well, it depends. It, you know, and they're, 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 again, everything is relative. I remember being, you know, if you go see a young kid, they'll look at you and go, gosh, you are old. And you go, well, I'm 20. Sure. Well, to to an eight year old, that's old. Sure. Well, uh, and it looks like uh, looks like we have a caller calling in, uh, Cheryl from Tampa. Uh, Cheryl, if you want to bring him online, there, Mikey, we'd uh, go ahead and talk to Cheryl. Good morning. Good morning. Cheryl. Um, how are you? Good. How are you doing, Cheryl? Um, I'm Thank you. I uh, just wanted to say that I uh, love you your show. Listen to you guys um, every weekend. Fantastic. Right. Well, hey, we really appreciate that. Do you have any questions for Stan or myself in terms of gardening? Um, yes, I do. Uh-huh. We have what we believe is a pygmy date palm in our front yard. Okay, so and, you, have a, you, you think what, mm-hmm. it might be a pygmy date palm. I'm going to repeat yes. a little bit of what you're saying because I'm not sure Stan can actually hear you uh, because he's calling in. So I may repeat you a little bit. Okay, well, normally, no problem. I used to be able to hear when they potted me up what a caller was saying in the old days. Yeah, well, we'll I'm make this sure work. We'll make this work. Go ahead, Cheryl. Okay. Um, all I wanted to know was um, the as far as the I can, hear you um, can you hear? Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, the uh, maintenance on that it's about five years old and it's kind of. Nope, can't hear um, you. Okay. So, so she's she's wanting to know the maintenance on a pygmy palm tree. All right. Any of the date palms should probably be fertilized with a palm fertilizer. Okay. So will it say palm fertilizer? You know, palm fertilizer. 
three times a year. Okay, so so basically a palm fertilizer three times a year. She's saying that she believes the palm tree is about five years of age. Anything specific to the age of the tree that she might need to do? Well, it depends on the size of the tree. But uh, in general, I like to give a little manganese and magnesium to a palm tree. And I also want to make sure, sometimes I used to buy rose fertilizers because rose people were really picky to make sure all the elements were in their bag. Mm-hmm. Um but, um, you know, a Phoenix Robolini, it's, you know, the same family as the big Phoenix Nariensis or the big uh, true date palm, which is the Dactylifera, um, okay. the edible date palm. Now, they're, they're pygmy date palms. I don't know if we can say that politically correctly today. but You can. They're, <laughs> they're, they're Phoenix uh, Robolini. And um, or the pygmy date. As there's also Senegal date. There's also the uh, you know the Phoenix um, canariensis, which is the one that looks like a pineapple. The one with a real big trunk looks like a great big pineapple. And then there is the true slender one, which is the Dactylifera. And we can get some edible dates, but not so much here in California and Arizona, where we've got a dry climate. You'll actually get some pretty good edible dates, but. Um, Good fertilizer, I'd say February, June, and October. Okay, so make sure she marks it on the calendar, put that down. And then, of course, uh, we're, we're actually got about 25 seconds before we're going to go to break, but we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about the pygmy date palm and uh, give some more helpful tips for Cheryl. You can see that Cheryl called in. She did great. So if anybody has any calls that they would like to, uh, any questions that they'd like to call in with, we are here for you. So if you want to wrap it up for us, we've got about 10 seconds, Dad. Well, I am here at CGH, but you can be with us right on your phone. Want to talk real estate auctions? Call James DeFritis at 727-254-7127 or go online at AFLRE.com. Biophilia. Our innate attraction to other living things. It's why people love plants. And around Tampa Bay, plants, that's P-L-A-N-T-Z, is bringing nature inside in workspaces and homes by delivering beautiful foliage plants. Our plants increase oxygen and filter out pollutants, reducing stress and improving productivity. And get you in touch with your biophilic side. Go to plantz.us. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax Relief. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Welcome back to the Ask Mr. Green Thumb and Real Estate Show. 
Connect online at AskMrGreenthumb.com. Got questions on gardening, real estate, or both? Call now, 813-289-1860. Toll free, 877-969-8600. And now, your hosts, Stan and James DeFritis. And I am James DeFritis, and we have Stan DeFritis, the man with the plan, the gardening man. He is live with us here. He's calling in from TGH. And uh, so, yeah, so we had Cheryl on the line, and she was asking about a pygmy date palm. And so that was uh, that was a good call. And, you know, one of the things that I always kind of get confused with, um, and I think a lot of people do, is, um, you know, you're always talking about, like, Epsom salts and, you know, when to apply something like that versus, you know, if it has frizzle top or if it's, you know, gets into some trouble. Can Maybe we could talk about that a little bit. All right. Well, I can tell you that magnesium or Epsom salts, uh, was mined in England, in Epsom, England, where it got... Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I didn't know that. Let's say, without John Paul Ringo and the boys, we can't make rock and roll like we used to. I love anyway. it. From the hospital bed, you can still do imitations. That I means can, you're doing well. I'm, well, I'm doing as well as I can. I, I will say the staff over here is well-trained, and uh, in my particular need, they're in the top five in the country. That's fantastic. So I, I feel like I'm 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 being treated well. Uh, I will say, if I had to say, they could take some lessons on food from Bayside over uh, at Countryside. Yeah, at Mies Countryside uh, Hospital. For those hospital. that are yeah, for those that are not in the know, let me bring you up to speed. If you go to Mies Countryside, they have a chef that works there, and they have room service. The menu comes to people, and it says room service, so you can actually order up whatever you want. And uh, they'll make it to order. Uh, if you go to TGH, you're getting cafeteria slop, slop, plop, plop, fizz, fizz. <laughs> oh, what a relief it is. You're getting whatever. Uh, I'm not going to say it's prison food, but it's close. It's similar. It's similar. You're, you're getting a slop of something on a steel tray, and you better like it, kid. Uh, you're not getting Richard Gunsmart's, uh food from the columbia i can tell you well that. let's just say this i had to bring dad in the other day a packet of a pack of smokes so he could trade it to get a better <laughs> a couple more uh pieces of bread put on his steel tray yeah, don't uh, say that because i i've never smoked but and around no here, i know I, 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 I was only bringing in the smokes so that you could I trade know. them not to smoke I them to trade I, them for better food you. privileges there at tgh might be right. <laughs> uh, no, it's a great hospital. Could they improve their food? Absolutely. No, it's a great hospital. I mean, the food is technically is edible, um, although the stuff you uh, sent me home with to, to give them to my dogs, my dogs uh, buried it in the backyard. So um, they, they, they didn't think it was edible either. So uh, uh, that's probably as much as picking on TGH as I'll do. Uh, but but anyway, back to the palms. Uh, uh, so, you know, Epsom salts, you said, okay, is mine an Epsom? Uh, England, you said, or in- I said it. it is. It's mined in Epsom, England. That's where it got the name Epsom salt. Now, magnesium will help in the iron uptake in a plant. Okay. And um, and the so, iron is what does the greening. It helps to green it up. Now, you know, in our blood, we need hemoglobin and that type of thing. We need iron. Well, plants need iron to help green it up and help make better photosynthesis. Um, now, you mentioned frizzle top. That shows up with a manganese deficiency, and it'll show up on the top of the palm. Okay, so if I, so again, so if I'm having a problem, how do I know which one to go for? Probably, if you're unsure, take a picture. Okay. The biggest problem I have these days is people 
you know, you've got all this stuff at your fingertips, but do you know how to interpret data? Right, um, right. Because yeah. I, I know from doing a lot of home shows with you, people would talk about their problem, problems with a palm tree. Well, they talk about their problems, too, which didn't interest me that much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they would uh, they would talk about their their problems with their palm trees. And uh, without fail, with, without knowing what the problem was, they would go, well, I put some Epsom salts around it. And you'd go, well, that'd be good, but that isn't exactly your problem. It'd be kind of like telling a person, Take iron because you've heard you have iron for blood. Um, you know, in the old days, they used to advertise that on television. They would say, take iron because you have iron for blood. Well, unless you do some testing and find out what someone has, you don't know what they have. You can't just generically take something. And the same thing is true with plants. If you don't find out why, now if you send me pictures, I can often take a look at it. And I can identify what your problem is. I've been doing this for 40 years. I was a county extension horticulturist uh, for eight years. And I sent a lot of samples back and forth to Gainesville. I went in every morning early by a half hour, which I didn't get paid for. But I Not that you're bitter. <laughs> not that I'm bitter, but I went in and did pH testing and stuff. Because if your pH is totally off, kind of like in your stomach, if your pH is wacky, they will give you something. Uh, to help kind of rectify that. In fact, I'm taking some peps at AC. I don't know, but they're just kind of doing it prophylactically for me. Uh-huh. Uh, and um, So if you have frizzle top and it's deemed fr- frizzle top, then you're going to need manganese. Is that what you said? Yeah. Or just remember man on top. Manganese man on top. top. So man on top for frizzle top. Okay, so it rhymes, uh, and then uh, that's when you know you need manganese. And then if I need Epsom salts, how would I know when to use that? Well, if your plant isn't as green as it should be. I see. Now, if half of the fronds are turning brown, now we expect that bottom row to turn brown. Right, because it's come to the end of its life cycle. But if half the fronds are gone, then you may want to send me a picture because you very well likely have Texas Phoenix decline. It's a bacterial-like disease. What I do is I go out and put a port in a tree, and then I use an old antibiotic which used to be used on people, called oxytetracycline. And I'm one of the few that do that. Um, oxytetracycline tend to turn people's teeth brown, and it, it had some it, – it didn't always – you know, for people it, it was good, but it had some drawbacks. Sure. Um, and, and if you're Paul, from England, uh, that wouldn't really matter. I was going to say, tea time. <laughs> tea, tea for two at two. Um, but, you know, with um, – Identifying the problem is always the key, and that's something you need to do. And, uh, you know, as long as I'm here on this earth, when I intend to be as long as I can, I will try to identify your problems and help steer you in the right direction. Absolutely. And, again, if people have questions about their plants, trees, shrubs, whatever it may be, uh, you know, you can always, you know, say you don't want to call into the radio show. I understand, you know, you, get, you know, calling on a radio program can be intimidating. You can always go to Ask Mr. Green Thumb. That's A-S-K, Mr., and that's M-R, not M-I-S-T-E-R. That's 
MR Green Thumb. All together, no hyphens, no spaces, nothing. So that's AskMrGreenThumb.com. There's an Ask link at the top there. You can click on that. And then there's a place where you can attach photos. Photos are very helpful. If you take a picture of the leaf, you take a picture of the top of the tree, try to give us two or three photos, especially if it's a plant ID. And uh, and if you're having a problem, explain what that is as best you can. And uh, we'll try to get back to you usually within 24 hours. It's a free service. We do it just because we are super nice guys. We just do it just to do it because that's what we do. And, uh, you know, and it's it's fun for us because it's kind of like playing trivia. So we like to do that. So if you got a real estate question, James is a broker. He's as smart as anyone I've just about come across as a broker in real estate also. So I throw that out there to you because um, James knows real estate. I'm also a realtor, and um, we put our heads together. If we don't know, we'll we'll talk to Mr. Rick Brown, and we'll talk to some of the yeah. fine members down there at Remax Metro who will help. And I've, I've probably had 12 people call me to say, hey, Thanks for sending me to uh, Dan Ortiz. Uh, Dan always jumps on stuff right away. And I must. Oh, also- yeah. Dan Ortiz with Mono Mortgage is a wonderful resource. Great guy. So if you're looking for a secondary person to maybe uh, run your mortgage numbers for you, he is a great person to do that with. So if you contact us, we can certainly put you in touch with him on that. So put that in your back pocket if you need it. So Also, our closing department down there. I've recommended probably a dozen outside companies outside of Remax Metro. I said, if you want a good experience, go down and see. Sure. TIOF, uh, Title Insurers of Florida. They're very good as well. uh, We haven't had any issues with getting things closed. They seem to do everything in advance, and it's always a smooth closing, and uh, we never have anybody coming around going, it's not closing today. (laughs) We never have any of that kind of uh, stuff happening, so that's a great thing to know that you can get things closed. None of those shenanigans are being done down there. Exactly. None of those shenanigans. Well, we got about a minute 20 left and uh, on the radio program. I want to mention, too, that we are on Facebook Live. We simulcast it. So for those of you that want to go to it, you can go to Stan DeFritis. Just type that into his Facebook page. We usually just broadcast it directly from his Facebook page. So if you want to do that, you can see any of the Facebook Lives that we've done in the past or today's Facebook Live. We're doing it as we talk. So um, we always like to do that, get as much experience exposures we can between doing the radio terrestrial radio and uh, having a social media presence that's true well i i feel like i'm almost close to you because uh i'm in downtown tempa and our studios are right over by the airport that must be why we have such okay. great reception or it's because mikey's just that good i think well, it's because mikey's that good but yeah that's what i'm going to go with um, but yeah, so we've got about 30 seconds left. I, you know, one of the things I want to say is if you want to, if you want to know more about what we do in terms of real estate, go to auction Florida real estate. That's a F L R E.com. You can get us there. And again, ask Mr. Green thumb. That's a S K M R green thumb. We had a great hour talking to you today. Dr. Bill Handelman will be up next. He is a fabulous wealth of knowledge, uh, has a lot of history knowledge too. So we, we love him as well. Uh, want to sign us out. Thank you. I want to say, Bill, thanks for the uh, you know reciprocation on our on our show each week. We know you love our show as well. But having a home consult. Remember, you can reach Stan at 727-423-4794 or on the web at askmrgreenthumb.com. Radio.com. 
News, insight, passion. FM 93.7, AM 860, W229DJ, WGUL, Dunedin.